Hello, and welcome back to the Empower Light podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Odgers. I look forward to helping you grow in mind, body, and spirit by creating a safe space for sharing, goal setting, and growth. The goal of this podcast is to help you become the best version of yourself by tapping into what makes you uniquely you and to help you find your light. Every week, there will be a solo mini session that will feature meditation, goal planning, breath work, or a mini workshop on a new topic. There will also be a longer session with a guest speaker from the fitness, health, and wellness space focused on sharing their inspiring story to finding out who they are in hopes to impact you. This is Empower Light. And you let it burn. So it's just time to move on and to find your happiness. You've got to find a light in your life. To love, love, to love, love, to love. I needed to lose you to love me. What's up, fam? Happy Monday. I am so excited to be back on the mic. It has been a little bit since I've actually recorded an episode on my own, so I apologize for that. Life has gotten a little crazy, but we are back. I'm so excited to spend this time with you guys, and thank you for tuning in. Happy Monday, guys. Let's start it off right. So with that being said, yesterday I released a video called Made for More, and the question behind it was, what if we're made for more? So I want to dive into this topic here today and talk to you guys a little bit more about what that means and how do you find out your purpose in this life. So if you're along for the ride, thank you for joining. I look forward to talking to you about this today and let's just dive right into it. So the question goes, what if we're made for more? And as I mentioned in the video, I've thought about this question my entire life. It is something that has been driving me since, truly, as far as I can remember, since I was a kid. And it's just, I believe I'm here for a purpose. My purpose, personally, I believe is to help as many people as possible become the best version of themselves. That has been my purpose for a long time. And as far as I can remember, I've been volunteering and spending time with people, just making sure that they are being authentic to who they truly are. So with that being said, Stepping into our purpose is a hard thing to do. So with that being said, stepping into our purpose is hard. It means you're going to have to go against societal standards, against what your friends think, family, your job, your career, your life is telling you. You're going to have to go against all of that. You're going to have to go against things that feel like they should fit, but for some reason they just don't. And what I mean by that is we all have a gut feeling when we are in a space or a situation where we feel like something is off. And what I'm going to talk more about today is listening to that gut feeling and leaning into it more. So when I say we're made for more, that essentially means we are put on this earth for a reason. And I truly believe each of us has a reason to be here. Each of us have a reason we are meant to be on this earth and things that we can be doing. We have talents. We have gifts that we can utilize. And I don't believe that we all are completely in tune with that, which is why I want to talk more about how you can become more in tune with it and understand when something feels off, that's the universe, God, whatever you want to call it, guiding you into the person you're supposed to be. We have no idea how long we are going to be here. We get hit by a meteor tomorrow. 
and you care more about what Susie at work says you have to get done before 5 p.m. today? I mean, come on. I just have to throw some reality at us sometimes. It's like we have one life to live, and I feel like I was wasting away for so long trying to fit into a lifestyle and a person that I was not. And so my goal with this podcast, my goal with everything I do is to challenge you guys, to make you question your lives, to make you kind of say, am I really living my purpose? Am I really here doing what I was meant to do? So I want to dive into that a little bit more. So you all know we were made for more. We've talked about that. It's clear we're, we're gotten to that point where we know where we're at, but I want to help you guys find out what you were made for. I want to help you guys find out your purpose. So a couple of ways to find your purpose here. So first things first, one thing that I did that really helped me step into my purpose was I developed a growth mindset. So what that kind of means is you're focused on constantly growing and becoming a better version of yourself, and it actually helps you identify your purpose and commit to pursuing it. So for example, it will help you embrace challenges as opportunities. It'll help you persevere in spite of failure. So failure you'll take as feedback rather than true failure. And then you'll be able to actually accept that feedback and constructive criticism and make adjustments to your own life. Growth mindset allows us to step outside of ourselves and try to pursue the best version of ourselves. And it'll actually let us take on the next best step towards who we're meant to be. So that's something that really helped me when I was struggling to kind of find meaning in my life and find a purpose was to develop a growth mindset of wanting to continue to be better every single day. Another thing I did that I really liked that I did back when I was trying to decide what my purpose was and lean into who I am today was I create a personal vision statement. So a personal vision statement essentially allows you to help manage your stress and find balance in your life. It also serves as a roadmap that will guide you toward your purpose by identifying your core values and establishing what's important to you. So a purpose statement actually makes it easier for you to make decisions aligned to your values and helps you stay motivated as you work towards your personal goals. So when you go ahead and you look at your personal vision statement and you're making a decision, you will actually correlate that decision with that personal vision statement. Does this align with who I am? who I say I am and who I am becoming. And it's something that you can actually use as kind of like a checkbox when it comes to making a decision or comes to doing something new with your life. You can decide if this is a good decision based off of that personal vision statement. So that really helped me as well. Another thing that I think is so important is to give back and to get involved with society. And I know that's something that sounds so basic, but there is nothing like helping someone else and that feeling you get when you help someone else, like truly help someone else. Giving back actually can enhance your sense of meaning and purpose in life as well. So when you help others, you also help yourself. So look for ways to be of service. You might want to volunteer in your local community, or you can donate money or skills to a cause that resonates with you. Or you can just try spreading a little happiness by performing random acts of kindness around you. Whatever it might be, try to get involved. Try to give back. It will give you a greater sense of meaning to this earth and help you understand different perspectives and different cultures. And it will also help you understand that we are all connected and how one thing leads to another. One chain reaction actually leads to another. Another thing that was super helpful for me 
when it came to defining a purpose for myself and my life was to practice gratitude. And I know I talk about this all the time, but I promise you it is so amazing. Many studies actually suggest that focusing on gratitude in addition to acts of altruism strengthen the participant's sense of purpose. So it actually will activate the same reward responses in your brain as any pro-social behavior that you do. So it's basically when you are acting in a sense of gratitude, you're allowing more alignment to come into your life and you're being grateful for the good, the bad, the ugly of life. And you agree that there's a meaning and a reason for each of these things to happen in your life, which is perfect because it allows the good times to be good and the bad times not to be so bad. And I know practicing gratitude can be a little awkward at first, especially if you never journaled, you've never taken some time to yourself like that. But we get so used to our negative thoughts that switching them from positive ones can feel unnatural. So it's important that we do this. So to get started, I'd suggest you guys try writing three to five things that you're grateful for first thing in the morning or right at night before you go to bed. It's something you can do just by a journal. It's very simple and it only really takes about five minutes, but it's just by doing that you actually can manifest better things into your life and lean into the purpose that you're supposed to have. With that being said, I mentioned pain, so I want to actually touch on this really quick, but it is the sense of turning your pain into purpose. So we all face struggles in life. Overcoming these challenges shapes who we become and gives us our unique strengths and perspectives. But we don't have to be the things that happen to us. We can actually ask for help and figure out a way to transform our pain into purpose. And that is up to you. So for example, if you're struggling to overcome some major life change, you will find that talking with community, you will find that many other people have gone through that same exact thing. So just by you being open and vulnerable, you are now allowing conversation to happen around a topic that probably wouldn't have happened. And what does that do in turn? It actually allows people to find purpose in helping others facing similar struggles to those that they have overcome. So if you are going through something, be vulnerable. Allow others to see that pain. Because with you sharing that pain with the larger community, you might just help someone else out and you might be able to transform your pain into a purpose. Life is tough, and if we don't have people we can lean on, it can be even tougher. So that was my biggest suggestion, is if you are struggling with something in life, maybe there's a larger purpose to it. Maybe by you sharing that with others, you might be able to start a movement, a charity, a foundation, a retreat. Maybe you're called in to speak to a group of kids so that they don't go through the same thing that you did. Whatever that might be, try to turn your pain into purpose in any way you can. Next, explore your passions. This one's an amazing one. So your passions and interests are a huge indicator of the area in which your life purpose might lie, but they can be very hard to identify. So they're so ingrained in our ways of thinking that we can become blind to them sometimes. And if you're not sure what your passions are, ask the people who know you best. Likely, you're already pursuing them in some way without even realizing it. Ask the people around you what lights you up. What do they see you shine with? What are you doing? Who are you surrounded by? What are the things that you could do for hours on end? Maybe you're an unofficial mentor to the young people in your community. If so, that could be your passion. Maybe you're that person that all your friends come to. 
and ask for advice. Maybe you're meant to be a life coach. Another way to find your passion is to think about what you're good at. So someone who's great at helping others solve their problems might want to consider a career as a coach, for example. That has been something that throughout my life, I've had friends that come to me, family that comes to me, and they ask me questions about life and they ask for my advice. Now, I'm no relationship expert as I am single, for example, but I say I do life pretty well. And that's why I love being a life coach. I love challenging people to reach outside their current ways of thinking and try to become a better version of themselves. I love fitness. I love mindset work. I love nutrition. I love to cook. So those are all reasons why I feel that I'm leaning into my passion. I also love to be around Jesus. I love to be in church. I love to be at mass. I love to be in nature, praying, worshiping, praising. And that is why I find myself so often spending so much time trusting and in the belief that I am part of a bigger purpose here. And that is why I'm open about my faith on my social media. Now, you might prefer to keep your passion as a hobby, and that is perfectly okay. Or you might just decide to turn it into a side hustle or a full-time source of income. I found that my 9 to 5 was not working for me. And I very much enjoyed pursuing my passion in a real-world instance. So that is why I left and I started my own business, but that does not have to be for you. You might prefer to keep your passion as a hobby, and that is completely okay. And you should do that if you'd like to. But know that this is your passion, and this is where you are being called to spend more time, and maybe you are able to help other people through this time as well. Another thing that is so important is to be a part of a community. So purpose is about feeling connected to others. So being an active member of a community can contribute to a greater sense of purpose. When you find your purpose, you'll discover that there are many others out there that share your passions, interests, and values. And joining or creating a community allows you to find that sense of connection with others as you work towards a common goal. So with me, I love, love, love that I'm involved in the health and wellness industry. But since I am my own business owner, I can be, feel so alone some days because I really don't have that community when it comes to doing my one-on-one clients and my training. But that is why I establish a community within F45, within stepping outside myself to establish weekly cadence calls with others in the industry that are running their own business as well. You need community to drive your success. So make sure that you're able to find communities that share the same passions as you and lean into those communities. Ask for advice. If you feel like you're doing something incorrectly, ask how you could do it better. Maybe you're lost and you're not sure if what you're doing is exactly for you. Ask questions surrounding that. Ask the people that know you best to help you discover who you are meant to be. And this goes with hand in hand with the community piece, but spend time with people who inspire you. You are the average. I love, 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 love this quote, but Jim Rohn says this. You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with at any given point. So if you spend time with people who are positive and purpose-driven, they are likely to inspire you to have the same mindset. You may even discover your purpose through them. But if you're spending time with people that drain your energy, that constantly are making you question life and who you are, then maybe you are not spending your time with the most inspirational and right people for you. I challenge you to look beyond your colleagues and family members and ask yourself who you choose to spend your time with. 
Evaluate those relationships and make sure you are surrounding yourself with aspirational, positive people who lift you up. So for example, if I had to go into the five people I spend the most time with right now, each of them is a makeup of who I am. One is a fitness instructor. One is a very inspirational, motivational speaker who I love to spend time with. Another is someone that is super loving and passionate for life. Another loves to travel. And then my last person is super in touch with their faith. And I really believe that all of these people that I spend the time with actually make up who I am today and who I am in any given moment. So I know for any aspect of my life, I can turn to someone to talk to about it. And that is so important to have that community and those people around you to inspire you and make up the person you currently are. So surround yourself with positive people who lift you up. Another way to find your purpose is to read. One of the best ways to expand your mental horizons is actually through reading fiction. Nonfiction books are useful for acquiring knowledge on certain subjects, but research actually suggests that reading fiction may have more benefits. Reading fiction improves your empathy and critical and creative thinking. This is because when you put yourself in the shoes of any type of character, you imagine how you would react in that situation. Reading also connects you to other people across time, places, and culture, whether it be fiction or nonfiction. And this helps you cultivate the sense of connectedness that we mentioned earlier that generates a sense of purpose in your life. So reading is super important when it comes to deciding your purpose. The amount of books that I've read that have allowed me to step into who I am today and realize I am made for more, I can't even count. I would love to also mention a couple books to you guys. So if this is something you're interested in, please reach out to me on social media. I would love to send you guys some books that I've read that have really helped me out. But just off the top of my head, three books that have personally changed my life. Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. I just recently listened to the audiobook, and I absolutely cannot suggest this book more. It goes into detail on Matthew McConaughey's life and the lessons he learned throughout his life. And it just is such a good, comprehensive book that has a lot of good stuff in it, so I won't spoil it for you guys. Another book I really loved was 101 Essays That Will Change the Way You Think by Brianna West. This is a really good one if you guys are looking into getting into journaling. I actually picked one essay a day and would journal about each one for 101 days, and I absolutely loved it. And the reason I say this is because you can't actually read a book like this cover to cover. It's super important to take some time with each of the pages and actually write down like what you learn from each each page because honestly, it's a great book. It's just one of those that there is so much goodness in this book that you really need to take time to have a sitting with each one. There's so many life lessons in it. So if you just go straight through it, there's a lot that you're going to skip over and not be able to really digest well enough. So I would suggest if you're looking to get into journaling, this would be a great one for you to try out. And the last one I would suggest, which is one I actually also read really recent, if you are looking to dive into your spirituality a little bit, I would suggest Holy Moments by Matthew Kelly. This is a really good one to help you understand what it means to encounter your faith, encounter God, Jesus, spend some time with who you are, and also to foster holy moments in your life, which in this perspective, the best way to put it explanation-wise would be a holy moment is an encounter with your purpose and who you are. It allows you to actually take the time to create holy moments in your life, which I really, really love. So definitely give it a read if you're interested in that. 
two more things for you here and then we will start to wrap it up here but practice self-acceptance that's what we have next so we all have limiting beliefs and it takes so much time to do the work to actually go through those limiting beliefs I have been there I am still going through all my limiting beliefs believing I'm enough believing I'm worthy of love and all the goodness in life but accepting your limitations can help you be kinder to yourself when things go wrong so we all make mistakes but instead of beating yourself up for your failures try to see each setback as an opportunity to grow self-compassion can help you become more self-aware and self-accepting so when you accept all of yourself you're more likely to give the best version of yourself out to everyone else in every situation. And this might be at work, with your family, or while you're doing the things you love. This can lead to a greater sense of connection with others and everything you do and actually give you more meaning to your life. So spend some time practicing self-acceptance. Spend some time with your self-limiting beliefs and work through those things. Work on your affirmations. Work on reshaping those thoughts that you have. Spend some time journaling. Spend some time writing out those limiting beliefs and saying that they do not define you. So if a limiting belief you have is, I'm not enough, you are enough. Repeat that to yourself. I am enough and believe it because you are. And it's, it's easier said than done, but I promise you when you spend some time with yourself and actually do the work, and everyone says do the work all the time, so I, I'm sure you've heard it a million and one times over, but it's so true. When you do the work to heal, you will be so much better on the other side and you will hurt less people too on the other side. So that is so important. Practice self-acceptance. And last but not least, take some time for self-care. And granted, you got to hear me out here. Self-care comes in many forms. But your version of self-care is unique to you and it is so important to implement self-care into your life some time back to yourself in your life. Time where you can step away from the craziness of the busyness of the world and actually be with yourself. This could be walking in a forest. It could be practicing some deep breathing, some breath work, some journaling, and you can spend some time with your difficult emotions. But why is self-care important? Because when our brains are relaxed, they are most creative. You cannot achieve or serve others when you are battling against yourself. For example, have you ever noticed that some of your best ideas come when you're in the shower? That's because our minds are more open and receptive to the flow of the ideas than they are when we try to force ourselves to think. Creative thinking comes naturally when our minds are in a state of relaxation, and it can lead you closer to finding your purpose. So maybe that's working out for you. Maybe you're in the middle of a workout and you're able to actually release all the stress in your life and get into a creative flow. Maybe that's standing up and dancing for 10 minutes and like really getting yourself into a creative state of mind. Maybe that's going for a walk to shake out all the craziness in your life and just spend time with yourself. Whatever that might be, self-care comes in many forms and it's important to take the time to practice it. And I'll end with this. Finding purpose in life doesn't have to be hard. Behind every successful person that you'll see, there is some sense of purpose. And unless you find yours, you'll continue to cruise through your life on autopilot, unsure of where you're going. You were made for more. You were made for more than an average life. And you may find yourself knocked off course and lost, uncertain about how to move forward or which direction to move forward in. Or life may be smooth, 
but one day you may look back and wish you had used your time differently. I don't want that for you. Identifying, acknowledging, and honoring your purpose is the foundation of a well-rounded life. And it requires some courage, don't get me wrong, because it opens us up to questions and ideas that might not be too comfortable. But it is so worth it. Purpose provides you with an inner compass that guides every decision and leads you to the experiences that will light up your soul. Finding your purpose and connecting your purpose to meaningful work can be hard, but supportive guidance can help. So reach out to your mentors, reach out to me, reach out to the people in your life that are positive, that uplift you, your five that are your makeup of who you currently are. And more than anything else, just remember you were made for more in this life. Every decision you make, everything that comes up, think about it. Before you make that next decision, think about your purpose. Were you made for more than the decision you're about to make? And I'll leave that with you guys today with that question. What if we're made for more? Ask yourself that. Next time you make a decision, next time you have a hard thing coming up with work, with life, with a friend, ask yourself, what if I was made for more? I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much for tuning in. We have an awesome guest on Wednesday. We have Kaylee. She's a mindset coach. She's going to be talking all about our limiting beliefs and how we can live in an abundance mindset. So please join us again on Wednesday. I hope you guys have a great rest of your Monday and start the week off strong. Spend some time journaling about why you were made for more today and see if you can lean into your purpose a little bit. Have an awesome day, guys. And you let it burn. Say it's just time to move on and to find your happiness. You've got to find a light in your life. To love, love, to love.